go. Here we go again. Girls, what's my, what's my weakness? Men. You don't know the song? You started it. I know. <laughs> I was just enjoying your rendition. <laughs> so, hey everybody, I'm Latara. Hi, I'm Laura. And this is Passions Podcast. A very special episode. It's so special that we actually had to go back and re-record <laughs> the introduction. <laughs> yeah, because... So, this is us in, like, the future future. Yeah. Talking about something we already did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because the episode that we did was such a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. But it's we did a special thing, okay? Because today's episode is episode 50, right? Yeah, it's a milestone. It's a big deal. And we decided to celebrate it. Uh, we decided to celebrate it by playing Passions Bingo, the drinking game. Shout out to Danny O'Cat Lady who sent who sent that idea our way and made it like a bingo card. So we celebrated episode 50 by playing Passions Bingo, but we knew we were going to get drunk. So rather than watch episode 50 and play bingo, we decided to watch episode 25 and play bingo. Right. And we got fucked up. Wasted. 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 So we tried to do the recap. But it's kind of a mess, so we're going to put it out as a bonus episode. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. It yeah. is a little bit of a mess. If you like it, I hope, I'm glad, but it, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, so we're going to have a bonus episode of us drunkenly recapping everything up to this point in the show. Episode 1, episodes 1 through 49. Yes. Uh, today's episode that you are listening to right now is just going to be episode 50, but... Just a heads up, we're still drunk. Yeah, we recorded it drunk. <laughs> like, we're sober now, but what you are about to hear is not sober us at all. But it's, I mean, it's quality content. It's fun. It is fun. And it's, also... It's proof that that drinking game works. Yeah, oh, it was so fun. And also, <laughs> I just want to say, we recorded ourselves playing the bingo game, so I'm going to put that up here in the future. I'm going to put together, like, a super cut of the video of us playing that game and it won't be super long it's just going to be like 15 minutes maybe just of all the the highlights and we'll put that up on the YouTube channel um but I don't I can't make you any promises as to when that will be up and live because I got a lot of things going on right now so but be looking forward to that be looking forward to it if you want to join us we watched episode 25 and played bingo the bingo board is on the instagram page so you can totally print that out play along with us to episode 25 or pick any episode that you want like we had a great time and guys we got hammered. We're, I mean, I was drunk all, <laughs> all day, day long. long. I went to bed drunk. <laughs> like, we did it in the morning. Usually when you day drink, like, you go to bed sober. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of get it all out of your I was drunk for 12 hours. I know. Also, once we got drunk, we decided to do our Teresa sketches, and <laughs> they are fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. I think we've been threatening to do it, uh, where we decided... Because we've been shitting on Frank Lomax's artistic skills, mm -hmm. we decided to put our metal to the test. And we tried to draw Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald. And I'm not going to tell you what the results are, but you'll see it. Yeah, we're going to post it on the Instagram. And we want y'all to, like, <laughs> guess who drew what. <laughs> but also, I'm going to put together another video with us drawing because I took a video of us drawing those sketches too <laughs> so there's gonna be some video content if you're into that kind of thing 
Who isn't? Who doesn't love a vi- some video content? Uh, you know, some people don't. Also, we have a TikTok now. Yeah. we. I think we talked about it, but I was drunk, so I don't remember. I don't remember either. So, if in case we didn't, now you know. We have a TikTok. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. I-Y-K-Y-K. I-Y-K-Y-K. That's so much harder to say than if, if you, you know, know, you know. All right. So, enjoy this episode. Enjoy the ad and then enjoy the episode. Yeah. Enjoy both of it. Yeah. Both of them. Are you still drunk? <laughs> <laughs> I might be, honestly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. <laughs> All right. Enjoy this very special episode. We hope you enjoy this very special episode. And if you don't, we don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Here we are in the podcasting hut. Okay. Yeah. In the podcasting hut, all of the liquor has hit me so hard, like a ton of bricks. I'm toe up from the flow up. We can't do this. I can't. We cannot I can't do this do again. It. This oh. seems like a great idea. It's not. And it has been like a lot of fun, but we <laughs> honestly, we shouldn't do it when we're going to do an actual episode. We should only do it for like bonus episodes yep. and YouTube content and TikTok content. Yep. Because I really struggled to pay attention during this episode. I struggled taking notes. I feel a little sick. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, I... Uh, that bingo really got me. Um, that bingo fucked me um, up. I'm toe up. Like, I... The room is spinning. Like, oh, no. I'm, yeah, like, I'm... You need to eat something. I do need to eat something, but I'll do that after this. Okay. Well, if you need to pause and eat, you No, just... we'll do it. This is fine. Right. Okay. So, we just watched episode 50, and y'all, this shit was cray-cray. It was... Lit? No pun intended? Litty, litty. It was litty titty. No, it was an excellent episode. So much happened. So much happened. And the thing is, so much happened, but also, like, nothing happened. They showed us a lot of, like... It's true. Yeah, right? (laughs) We're still kind of in the same place we were at the end of episode 49. Maybe I just felt really into it because I was... I'm shwasty. Yeah, but also, I mean, it was it was like action packed. There was mm. a lot of action. It wasn't a lot of exposition, but there there wasn't a lot of like new information either. That's true. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh lord! So this episode starts at the cottage on the Crane Estate where Sheridan has started to sleepwalk, like we saw in the last episode. They show us just like you know, catch us up on what has happened. So she's sleepwalking. Sleeps walking. <laughs> she sleepwalks right into the Crane Mansion, into that room, the living room that she, you know, is so afraid of, and is having that dream. Yeah, she has that flashback with her observing what happened, her as an adult observing what happened when she was a child. And as adult Sheridan is watching, she's like, Call Pilar! Sheridan, run! Go back to your room! If you don't, your whole life will be tortured! Wait, who is it? Who is this? Who did I kill? If only I could see their face! So, like, the flashback is playing out in front of her. And she's freaking out, and all she wants to do is determine who is the person that she thinks she killed as a child. Yeah. And so, she walks over to the figure... At some point, and it's covered in a sheet, and she reaches over to lift up the sheet to reveal the face, and it disappears. 
Yeah, it vanishes into thin air. Like, I mean, she did a magic trick like Misha was supposed to do. Misha, <laughs> Misha the Magnificent. Misha the Magnificent. Sheridan the Magnificent. Um, yeah, so the figure disappears, and then Sheridan is like, well, if only I could talk to the little girl. But then that voice, that man's voice that we hear, mm-hmm. whoever that is, I'm assuming it's Alistair, we don't know, but whoever that is, he comes into the room and ushers little Sheridan out. Yeah. So so adult Sheridan never gets the answers to her questions. And then she passes out. Yep. Just passes, like you're about to do. She passes out. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I literally just need to be in this position because I can't be upright. It's okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. This is like, this is fine. Okay. So, yeah, she passes right out in the middle of the living room for, I'm sure, Ivy to discover or she, or Ethan to discover. Somebody's oh, going to discover yeah. her. They are passed the fuck out. Yeah. And that's really all we get at the Crane Mansion. That's all we get of Sheridan. Maybe Teresa will discover her. Because wasn't she saying, oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to tell Ethan what's going on. I'm going to explain it all. Yeah, but surely somebody will happen upon Sheridan before Teresa makes it back to the crane mansion. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. Surely somebody will walk through that living room before, like, Teresa knocks on their door. Cause they, and then they got to let her in. So, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Who's I'm yawning. We will see. We shall see. So where you want to go next? I'm gonna let you lead. Okay, I got this. All right, let's take a look. See, so I think we'll just keep going in order here. So Miguel, Kay, and Simone are outside of the Lopez Fitzgerald house because remember, Kay decided to seduce him. She says seduce, I say rape. Uh, <laughs> Simone came in and kind of saved everybody and was like, Charity's house is on fire. So they they've all run outside. Because Miguel's like, I have to go save her. Um, I have to see what's going on with Charity. So they all basically run next door, or not next door. They run down the street to go to the Bennett house so Miguel can talk with Sam and Grace and kind of see what's going on. So they run in to see Sam trying to reconnect on the video chat uh, to talk to Faith. Oh, is that what he's doing? I was like, what's he doing over there on the, yeah. cam- on the computer? Yeah, okay. he was trying to reconnect because... He's called the fire department, but he has no address to give them. So he's like, this is the information we do know. You have to find this house. There are two women trapped inside of it, and it's it's very on fire. Yeah, the, the fire chief of Castleton calls and says to Sam, we can't find the house. We There's no sign of any fires. We're out in the woods, but we don't see anybody. Mm-hmm. And then Eve remembers that Miguel knows where Charity lives, so then Sam's like, okay, I'll call you back with directions mm-hmm. with the fire chief. And Grace is like, oh, the only way I can save Faith is with my ESP. <laughs> so she kind of does like a Professor X fingers to the temple kind of situation. And she's like, save yourself. Save charity. And like, what, since when does she know that she has ESP and like believes it and, and is... I guess you start to right now. grasp at straws she in knows this it right type now. of situation. I'm warm because she's in a fire, so I'm going to give this a shot, right? But then Miguel does show up, mm-hmm. and as soon as he gets there, Sam's like, hey, can you give directions to the fire chief? They're trying to find Charity's house, puts him on the phone with the fire chief, and he tells, starts to give them directions, right? Like where it is. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense to me. He's like, they live off of an unmarked road, and he's going through this explanation. It's like, oh, yeah, 
I forget that Faith and Charity have been on the run their entire lives. Of course their address and their phone number are unlisted. Mm -hmm. Of course they live at the end of an unmarked road, in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by the woods. You know, like, it all makes sense. Like, I get get annoyed because I'm like, how does nobody know? How How are there no neighbors? How does Miguel not have the address? How does Grace not have the phone number? It's like, oh yeah, Faith has scrubbed all of that. From yeah. the world. She's that on nobody the lamb. Yeah. She's on the lamb. So Miguel goes, I literally wrote, Miguel goes somewhere. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, I did. So Miguel I wrote, goes somewhere. I wrote, Kay and Simone follows in and Kay is concerned about how upset Grace is. <laughs> Does that even make sense? makes sense. Okay, so Kay is upset about... So Grace is super upset, obviously. Kay sees how upset her mom is and goes to kind of comfort her. And she is, like, concerned about how upset Grace is. Yeah. And then the next note I wrote is literally just, Miguel goes somewhere. I can tell you where he went. <laughs> so... Grace at this point, because Miguel doesn't know who he's giving directions to on the phone, so he finishes giving directions to the fire chief, uh-huh. and then Grace explains, you were talking to the fire chief. We were on video chat, and we saw that the house is burning down right. around them, and Miguel's like, well, fuck, we gotta go to the house. Yeah. And Sam is like, I'm gonna go too, and Grace is like, me too, and Eve's like, I guess I'll go as well. I mean, it makes sense that all these people are gonna go. So, yeah. So Miguel, Grace, Sam, and Eve hop in the car and drive out to charities because Miguel uh, can give directions. So that's where they go. Ah. Uh, because then my next note is Kay and Simone go upstairs. And Kay says more heinous, the most heinous things. Oh, my She says God. some of the most heinous things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because it was breathtakingly evil. Yeah. Like, everyone's talking about good and evil. Tabitha is not the most evil character. Kay it is, is Kay. Yeah, Kay she is. She says... Horrible things. Heinous. I like. I can't. I could. My jaw dropped. My jaw dropped. Yeah. I made a TikTok of my jaw dropping. <laughs> what you can see. Oh yeah, we've got a TikTok now. A Passions Podcast TikTok. Just not just mine. Also, we'll talk about it at the end. But like, I'm blowing up on TikTok, y'all. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Let's finish Passions okay. first. So upstairs in the Bennett house, uh, Kay complains. That Charity's house being on fire ruined her plans to seduce Miguel. Yeah, what? she starts saying Charity did this on purpose. This is just a stunt, a stunt to get Miguel. Like, I mean, what the fuck? What is happening in your mind that you think this is a stunt? That this is what's crazy. Kay thinks that somebody else has designed this as a stunt. To attract a boy. Because it's something that she would do. Like, she's not outside the realm of reality for her to do. Exactly. Because in her mind, this is a reasonable effort. Insane. Yeah, this is a way to get to a boy. This girl is crazy. Yeah, she says, oh yeah, so what if their house burns down? They're moving to Harmony tomorrow anyway. Oh, she's awful. Oh, she is awful. Anytime I get this close to having Miguel, Charity pulls something. Yeah, she she tries to blame it on her. What did she say? She probably left a pot on the stove. Yeah, she said something like that Mm -hmm. to that effect that Charity probably started the fire herself. It's fucked up. So Simone tries to check Kay on her bullshit, but she's just not having it. You know, she's just not listening to her friend. Yeah. (sighs) So 
Simone is worried about Kay. She's worried about Charity. She's worried about Faith. And then what happens? Our favorite turkey calls. <laughs> Reese Durkee. Harmony's turkey calls. Reese Durkee, Latara's favorite turkey. And Kay answers the phone. like, hello? Oh, Reese, what? what is it? What do you want? And he tells her to turn on the TV and yeah. turn to the news. There's a house on fire. And so she gets off the phone with him, turns on the TV, and then they see on the news that Charity's fucking house that's engulfed in flames. And as they watch this house burn on the TV, Kay says she thought Charity was making it all up. And then she seems to have a little bit of remorse. A little bit. It's weird because at first, Kay gets really mad because she sees that Miguel is there. And she says that the house is on fire and the reporter calls Miguel the young woman's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Which makes her really angry. Yeah. And then she kind of shows some sympathy, but not really. It's more towards herself because she says, I never wanted to get Miguel this way. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, she's not sorry that people's lives are are in danger or that her mother is going to be devastated or that her friend Miguel is going to be devastated. She feels, she feels like she's winning by default and that's what makes her sorry. And to be honest that she somewhat has a hand in this because if she had not, if she hadn't obstructed her mother from meeting charity in the first place earlier in this day, then this might not even be happening, Mm -hmm. right? Charity might have stayed in Harmony. Faith may may have come to, you know, to Harmony to meet Mm -hmm. Grace. None of this may have even happened. So, so, in a way, this is kind of Kay's fault. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Whatever. I mean, it's mostly Tabitha's fault, but... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look, it's mostly Tabitha's fault, but... But Kay kind of had a part in it. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, and at, at some, one point, Jessica comes in. I'm sure Simone went and told her, you know, you need to come see what's going on. Yeah. But um, Jessica comes in, and they're watching this news segment, and she turns and looks at Kay, her sister, and says, Miguel is willing to die for charity. He would not do that for you. Oof. Like, get over it. Get over yourself. Get over yourself, you know? And then she leaves, and Kay says... I never wanted my aunt and Charity to die. But on the other hand, I guess this means Miguel is mine. Child, she gets this look on her face like she is having quite the epiphany where she's thinking, this is actually kind of good for me. Isn't that awful? She is awful. She's awful. I made a TikTok. Check out the Passions Podcast TikTok. I really did make a TikTok when that that part came up because I was shocked. I was really shocked by that. Like, who says something like that? Did you ever see the Bad Seed, that old black and white movie about the little girl who's like a a serial killer, basically? No. Oh, my God. There's this really good old movie called The Bad Seed. Um, Well, at least it was really good when I was was younger. I thought it was great. And it's all about this... I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but essentially there's this little girl who who has killed a couple people and they're kind of uncovering like the psychology behind it and how this came to be and all this other stuff. But Kay in this moment reminded me of that little murder girl. Yeah. Just terrifying. No sense of right and wrong. You know, everything gets filtered through her, the lens of how it affects her life. Like she can't sympathize or empathize. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a movie kind of like that. That's got Macaulay Culkin's brother in it. Or maybe it's got Macaulay Culkin in it. 
and it's like the other son or something like that. I wish I could remember oh. what the name of it was, but where one of the kids is adopted. I think I, I'm re- I might be remembering this wrong. Basically, one of the kid there's two brothers, and one is basically like demon spawn mm-hmm. like it kills people and is really horrible and then the other one is go- a good kid mm-hmm. but the whole movie's kind of about how this other kid is basically horrible and like a sociopath mm-hmm. it's really it's actually really interesting but I, I you know I've never heard of the bad seed but oh, it man. sounds like maybe this is this movie that I'm talking about is maybe a remake of it that one it sounds similar yeah and you said a couple things that makes makes me think of it but again it's very good, and everybody should watch it, and I don't want to spoil it, so I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep some things yeah. under wraps. But essentially, the, I, rem, I remember that movie so vividly because this girl's performance, everyone's performance was amazing, but I just remember like the look in her eyes, and it's the same look that Kay was giving, mm. which was like, well, on the other hand, Miguel is mine. I mean, it's just... It was horrible. Ooh. It Ooh. was... So horrible. Mm. So let's go to St. Mary Margaret's next. Yes, let's go to St. Mary Margaret's. What's going on there? Girl, Father Lonigan has seen the light, literally, right? You remember he is blind, but the mm-hmm. angel has come to life and he can see now. He's like, oh, good Lord, I can see my sight. And, <laughs> and then the angel says some things to him. What's the angel say? Well, he begs the the little girl angel, whatever, to save the souls that are in danger. Yes. And the angel is like, well, I'm not sure that I can because I can't interfere. Yeah. Something like that. Which, again, I have said this, I think I said this in the last episode, but like, what are the rules? Who can and cannot interfere? Because Tabitha is directly involved. So why can't the angel be directly involved? Or is it that only faith... And charity and grace can be directly involved. Like, I just don't understand who is allowed to do what. I kind of think about it this way. That, well, two ways, actually. Number one, the angel is part of the good. So if there are rules, the angel's not going to break them. That's true. But then, like, the demons and tablets and stuff, they're part of the bad. If they're, They don't give a fuck. What the fuck they care about rules? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. This, what do I care about the the terms of engagement or whatever? Well, but on the other hand, I meant rules for the show. Oh yeah, not rules that they're abiding by. Yeah. But but I see your well, point. That, but that's what I think. That I mean, when I think about like the rules, is like the rules of the universe mm-hmm. of this show specifically. You know, mm-hmm. like what are the rules? But also, I think another way to think about it is that Tabitha is the mortal incarnation of like the, the evil. So she can interfere mm-hmm. and grace and faith and charity are the mortal incarnations of the good. So they would be able to interfere, but the angels can't gotcha. In a, you know what I mean? Or yeah. have limited are limited in what they can do. Same as the demons are like maybe possibly limited in what they can do. They can only work through Tabitha. Gotcha. So if the angel doesn't have anybody to work through, then, yeah, she she her hands are tied. That makes sense. And like the angel spoke to Tabitha at one point, just like that little demon. Well, the big demon shadow spoke to Father Lon again. Right. So like they can, they can indirectly be involved, but right. they can't like lift a finger really. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> so Father Lon again is talking to this angel and saying, "Help these souls. Can you at least?" <laughs> 
can you at least try? Is there something you can do? <laughs> right? And he can see this angel, right? Yeah. And then the angel, what's the angel say? She's like, I can't help you, basically. Yeah, she's like, I can't interfere. And then she disappears. She disappears and takes Father Lonigan's sight with her. <laughs> and he has a lot more grace than I do because he starts praying and is like, Thank you, God, for returning my vision, even if it was just for a brief moment, to be able to see again was such a beautiful thing. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you, like, he, who gives sight back for I know. 30 seconds? And then, take, and then removes it. Yeah, he's like, thank you for the miracle. Other people are also in need of a miracle tonight. Please help them. And then, I don't know, he like gets up. He like leaves the church with a purpose, but we don't know why. We eventually come to see what it is, but in this moment, we don't know why. <sighs> so, I guess from here, let's go to Castleton? Yeah, let's go, let's go to Castleton. Okay. In Castleton, Faith is dying. She's on the floor. Charity's still asleep in her bed. She's flopping around like a goddamn fish out of water. I can't stand her. I can't stand her. I'm sorry, Laura. I don't like her. I don't like this person. You don't have to apologize for not liking her. I can't. I just, I can't. I can't deal with her. I, yeah, the, the level of helplessness is appalling. Yeah. So, she's asleep. She's, like, trapped in this weird dream. Yeah. So, it seems to me that for whatever reason, Charity is trapped in this dream. So, she's in a completely black room, but smoke is coming in, and she doesn't seem to be able to, like, leave. There are no doors, there are no windows. The only thing that she can do is, like, call out for help for yeah, Miguel. She keeps yelling for Miguel, which is so annoying. Miguel, save me! Miguel, save me! Then the angel, after talking to Father Lon again, who's like, pleading please help do something god damn <laughs> the angel shows up in charity's dream and is like charity wake up get up charity wake up and she looks this angel dead in the fucking face <laughs> and goes miguel's going to save me so miguel will save me get the fuck out of my dream angel miguel's coming I Are you was, kidding me? I was so angry because the angel's like, I cannot help you, but I can help you help yourself. Yeah. And Charity's like, no, thank you. No fucking thanks. I would prefer not to do that. No, thank you, deity. <laughs> I will move. I will stay here and wait for Miguel, a teenage boy, to come and save me. A teenage boy will never save you. Oh, my God. They're the worst. <laughs> never. They're a, they are the worst of civilization. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know, a middle school girl. No, middle school boys are worse than middle school girls. Middle school girls, middle school girls are meaner, but they're also like smarter. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Middle school boys are I'm gonna have to cut this out because I lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> middle school boys are rough. Okay. So Charity's stuck in this dream and finally, yeah. finally, finally, finally wakes up. Just in time to avoid a, a, an, a falling beam, which lands right on her bed just as she, like, escapes. Yeah, a flaming beam. Yeah. Yeah. She gets up out of the bed, She's and she just stands around in her room yelling for Miguel again. Girl, <laughs> now you're awake. I didn't understand that. It's like, in your dream, okay, you're yelling for Miguel, whatever. This is, like, a weird, romantic kind of, like, I want to be saved dream. But once you are up... 
why would you be screaming for Miguel? Why wouldn't you, one, maybe be screaming for your mom or getting the fuck out of the house? She's just standing in her room yelling for Miguel. Help me. I wrote, she doesn't try very hard to get out. She just stands around. Yeah. She just stands around. She, she stands, stands and there. screams, somebody help me. Yeah. And Laura Ugh. thought that the door was maybe locked or she couldn't get out or I, something. Yeah, I was confused. But I that thought, was not the case. She just stood there for way too long I, until she finally decided to go out the door. I thought I was like, maybe the door handle is so hot she can't touch it. You know, maybe, you know, uh, there's a, a fallen beam that's preventing her from opening the door. I was, I really, I was like, surely she's tried to leave. Like, she's not just standing in the middle of her room yelling for help. Yep. And not trying to help herself yep so she and faith are trapped in this house basically well i don't really know if they're trapped though i don't think they are i don't think they are but i think they well they kind of are because okay so charity finally opens her fucking bedroom door and walks into the living room and is promptly nailed on the head by falling debris. Oh, right. So then yeah. she is she's knocked unconscious. So I don't believe that they are trapped in the house by the fire itself. I believe they are trapped because they have both been knocked unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. They, t- they just took too long to try to leave. Right. So And also, actually, can we talk about this for a second? Mm-hmm. Why was Charity so able to get out of her room so fucking easily? Why couldn't Faith get into her room? Right. I, 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 I'm very I don't confused. understand. Was her door locked? I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand. I, it doesn't make any sense. Because Faith woke up before this fire was completely out of control. Mm-hmm. She did. And she tried to get into Charity's room, but she couldn't for some reason. I don't, I just, I don't understand. But Charity waltzed right out. She skipped right on out of that room. I don't. So that doesn't make any sense. This show doesn't make any sense, but I still love it. Mm -hmm. I, I do. So also in Castleton, Eve, Grace, Sam, and Miguel have managed to make it to the house as well as the fire chief only the fire chief of castleton yeah not like a fire crew yeah. just one firefighter he was like oh well the firefighters are being held at held up at another location but they should be here in 20 minutes one firefighter in a pickup truck i mean what is this what is this podunk town i don't know i mean they couldn't get the garden hose and, like, start doing what they could. I I mean... He couldn't bring a truck? Like a fire truck? Well, they kept making excuses. Oh, well, like... Because Miguel and Sam made the same point. They don't have more than one fire truck and they in Castleton? Like, and they're like, oh, well, we've put a call out to the surrounding towns. Uh, we're just waiting to hear back. Like, everyone's, everyone's full up right now. I, places are burning to the ground. This shit didn't make Left any sense. Left and right. It didn't. It didn't make any sense. And also, the news crew has showed up. Like, they're yeah. out there. Obviously, you know this because Kay and Jessica and Simone are all watching this on the news. But it's just funny to see the news crew out there, giving, like, interviewing Miguel and everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but Miguel's like, in there. I got to save them. They're in trouble. Like, there's two They're going to burn up. And the fire chief is like, no, you don't know what you're doing. But he also doesn't go in to do anything. Yeah, like, you're a fire chief. He just stands there. He just stands there and prevents Sam and Miguel and Grace and Eve from doing anything. 
You know what it kind of reminded me of, which is awful and kind of ridiculous, but you remember when there was that school shooting in Florida, Mm. and that, I think it was Stoneman Douglas, and that deputy literally just stayed outside and didn't go inside of the school. It's like, that's your job, bro. That's how I feel about this fire chief. Like, you're the chief of the firemen. You should be... Leading the charge. Leading the charge Mm -hmm. into... This house that's on fire to save these people's lives. Yeah. You have, like, protective gear. Go help. This yeah. is your job. But he's just standing out there, like, watching. Like, well, guess there's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing. Was now that absurd. we're talking about it, I'm getting annoyed with it. But when I was watching it, I enjoyed the episode. It was exhilarating, but it was stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> this police, not police chief, this fire chief. He He's, a, he's as bad as the guy who used to manage the burger hut i dislike him as much as i disliked him Damn, what was his name gary or something i don't know jake john i'd have to look for my notes Uh, yeah i don't remember he's inconsequential yeah but yeah so that's going on and back at tabitha and timmy's house they're watching it all oh lord in a fire cauldron she's got that bowl remember she she's like i collected this on like the leap year at midnight from the dew that had collected on the blades of grass and all this other shit she has a mixing bowl that's full of fire (laughs) it it catches fire this thing and she's just looking into the fire in this mixing bowl. but i didn't get it because she's like i used up all my powers there's nothing more i can do tonight but then she conjures this like vision I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So, so she and Timmy are watching what's up. Yeah. They're watching it all. They see that Grace and Sam and everybody has gone to the Castleton house, the um, Standish home. And so then she and Timmy, she's like, I can't let this happen. So she, she and Timmy hop in the car and they're headed out of town to go to Castleton and are stopped by Father Lonigan in the middle of the road. And this was my favorite part of the entire episode. Tell us what happened. This was my favorite part of the entire episode. So they're driving, and then they stop, because Father Lonigan's just standing there. And he says, I don't know who you are, but I know there is evil in this car, and I'm here to stop you. And then he proceeds to, like, throw holy water on Tabitha. And she starts to smoke. (laughs) She starts to smolder, like, not in a hot way. Not, like, a hot, attractive way. Yeah. But it's like a a coal smoldering. And Timmy's going, stop it. Stop. Don't hurt poor Tabitha. Tabitha's a princess. Like, he's just, like, very upset. And that's all we see of them. But... Yeah, Father Lonigan came in and did something. He did. He finally did something. He finally did something. Bless his heart. You know, I will say, too, that part in the road where they stopped looked suspiciously like where Sheridan almost ran into Hank. Girl, you know it was. That's the same place (laughs) on that lot. On that same location. On that, like, soundstage. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the whole episode. Yes. That's we it. did it quickly. We should maybe we should get drunk all the time because look, we only we did that in thirty two seconds. Thirty two seconds. <laughs> we did that in thirty two minutes. <laughs> we did that make in thirty two minutes. <laughs> we did it in thirty two minutes. <laughs> and it, like it went really fast. A lot of times it takes a long time. I feel like we left a lot out, but I'm okay with that. I'm fine we with should, what we included. We should be this loose always. Yeah. So yeah, goosey goosey. Thank you to, did we, wait, 
Yeah. No, thank you to Daniel Cat Lady for... Getting us drunk. Yes, for the um, bingo board. That's amazing. We're probably going to make some changes and do some different ones. But, I was um, thinking about doing, like, one per season. Because yeah. there were a couple things on the board that we... Like, a couple characters that we don't know yet. Yeah. But... I don't know. We can update it as we see Yeah, fit. we just kind of update it as we... I love the idea of it, though. Yeah, for where we are in the show. It's amazing, and we have we are plastered. I am <laughs> wasted. So thank you, Danny. Yes. And then, anything else we want to say? We have some new updates, because we are expanding our social media presence yes. to include TikTok. Include TikTok, because I'm... Because, y'all, I am, like, obsessed with TikTok now. <laughs> so, yesterday, I had 16 followers on TikTok. And then I posted, like, a random video. And I now have over 400 followers on TikTok. I, like, blew up on TikTok overnight. And how it's many, crazy. How many views of that video are there? Um, How many views are there? On that video, 611,000 views. That's an insane number. It's insane. It's insane. I've gotten so many views on my TikTok. Just rant, and it's so random. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? We should make a TikTok for the Passions podcast because I feel like people would enjoy clips of Passions. Yeah. And also, you'll see more of us on that um, platform because mm-hmm. we're going to make some more videos. So please, if you don't have a TikTok, get a TikTok. Follow Passions Podcast. It's at Passions Podcast on TikTok. And also, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> What's your handle? At Latara Lee. It's right. basic. I'm so basic. That's all right. Yeah, whatever. simple. It's not basic. It's simple. It's you know, easy. it's a bit unicorn dreams, eighty nine. You know, lightning bolt star. Like, yeah. You know, just be you have your hot name. girl angel, nineteen ninety seven. Right. Like we don't need that. So yeah. anyway, follow uh, Passions Podcast on TikTok. Follow Latara on TikTok. Follow Passions Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook for uh, social media, for pictures and images and fun things. And you can also send us an email at passionspodcast at gmail.com. We love to get submissions. We're currently asking, what was your introduction to Passions, the soap opera? How old were you when you started watching it? What was your first impression? Um, Are you watching it now? You know, are you on like rewatch number nine? You know, tell us about your story and... And we would love to share that with other listeners. With other listeners. So with that, I think we're all done here. I think that's it. That's all she wrote. All right, you ready? Nope. All right. Let's do it anyway. Let's do it anyway. You are my passion for life. (laughs) I'm drunk again. Oh, (laughs) let's do it right. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm drunk again. 